0: Let's talk strategy for keeping up with your prospects. You're a voice actor. You're an entrepreneur. You're a VOpreneur. Welcome to the Everyday VOpreneur podcast, your guide through the business of voiceover. Do you need help with the business and marketing side of voiceover? Then you need to check out Vopreneur.com. On the website, you are going to find countless resources to help you with the business and marketing side of VoiceOver. There's episodes of the podcast, there's links to my Free Advice Friday broadcast, and there are countless resources, including classes and private coaching options that you can pick up as well. Everything you need, your guide through the business of voiceover at VoPreneur.com. The VOPreneur Podcast. Hey. It doesn't suck. Not as funny as Conan. Not as cute as Seth Myers. Not as smart as Colbert. But he's one of us, and that counts for something. Here's Mark Scott, the original Everyday Vieopreneur. Get your most pressing voiceover business and marketing questions answered live on a podcast. Welcome to the Everyday Vieopreneur Summer Series 2023. Every week this summer, I'm going to be inviting voice actors onto the show and giving them a chance to ask me one question and get my best answer and advice now I can't always promise that it's going to be good advice but it will be my best answer and my best advice so first up on the summer series this week live from the UK but it looks like not live from the pub Victoria Riley
1: yes I'm not in the pub this time thank you Mark (laughs)
0: well it's we're to be fair we're recording on what would be I guess almost Friday evening where you're at right
1: yeah, it's three o'clock. So, yes. so
0: it's like, why, why aren't you at the pub? I... <laughs> well,
1: to be fair, in two and a half hours, I will be in the pub, so <laughs> not long to go.
0: <laughs> so, what is your most pressing voiceover business and marketing question that you need to get answered?
1: Okay, so the more marketing we do, and the more prospects and clients we have right. as a result of that marketing, um, the 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 longer a list of people we have to contact. Mm-hmm. So as that list grows and grows, how do you manage time-wise to keep in touch personally with everybody?
0: That is a, a very valid question. And you're right. The more that your list grows, the harder that it does become to keep all of that straight. A CRM, by the way, everybody needs a CRM in order to help you to keep all of that stuff straight. So there's a couple of things at play here. I think there does come a point in the beginning, you're contacting a ton of new leads because you're trying to build up your database of prospects and clients. Over time, as you build up your database of prospects and clients, you're going to be contacting fewer new leads. You won't need to contact as many in the beginning. So that gives you a little bit of a balance of time shift, right? Because right now you're trying to find time to contact new leads, find time to keep up with prospects, find time to keep up with clients. That time will shift when you get to a point where you don't have to contact quite as many new leads a day. So that's part of it. I think the other part is as much as I want to be able to try to make personal connections with every one of my clients and prospects, you're right. The reality is there's going to come a point where that's legitimately, logistically impossible to do. But Mm -hmm. I also think that there are opportunities for sending, we'll say, group messages that can be targeted group messages. So that still makes the emails that you're sending feel a little bit more personalized. You understand what I'm saying there?
1: Okay. give us an example.
0: So... Let's say that you just got, got a new e-learning reel and you wanna be able to send that new e-learning reel out. If you target that e-learning reel only to the people on your list who you've tagged as e-learning prospects or e-learning clients, then that becomes a personalized message to them because it's something that's absolutely relevant to them as opposed to if you were to send out that new e-learning reel to everybody on your list because you know your commercial clients, for example, they probably don't care about that e-learning reel. So I think if you're doing really strategic and targeted group messages to the right people, to the right audiences, I think that's a way that you can use a group message to still make a more personalized contact. So there's there's that side of things. I do think that there are a lot of other ways that you can use group messaging just in general. So a great example of this is, you know, at the time that we're recording, we're coming into the Memorial Day weekend in the United States. And so earlier in the week, I sent out a very targeted um, email to my clients and my prospects who I know are based in the United States to wish them a happy Memorial Day and, you know, the official kickoff to summer, but also to say that if you've got a project that you need to get done so you can get out of the office to enjoy Memorial Day, I'm here for quick turnaround. Or if you've got one of those deadlines that's forcing you to have to work through Memorial Day, I'm here if you need me over the course of the weekend to help you get that project done as well. And so with one message, I was able to, I say, reset the red clocks. That's a feature of Nimble that I use. But basically, it starts the cycle over again for over 100 different people that were on my list. And so now everybody's fresh again. So I think there's strategies like that that you can use to help as well.
1: Okay. so, I mean, that's that's personalised to US clients. Mm -hmm. And as you say, the e-learning reel would be personalised to e-learning clients. So there does come a point then where you're not actually emailing each person individually a personalised email. So you're not uh, looking at their work, seeing what they've done recently, emailing them about that work, having a chat. So there does come a point where that level of individuality falls away.
0: I think that there's still always going to be a place for that level. But I think that it's not going to necessarily be your consistent month to month cycle, because, you know, once you get to a point where let's say you've got 300 prospects in your database, how are you going to email 300 personalized emails every single month consistently? But I do think that there are opportunities if you're paying attention to what's going on on social media for example, so let's say I see that one of my my clients or one of my prospects has posted a new project. I might use that as an excuse to, I'm gonna send them an email and just comment on that. Or I have this this whole thing that I get, every once in a while, I get like this gut feeling like a name of a client just pops into my head randomly. I don't know why. Uh, Or a prospect that I've been trying to work for for quite a while just pops into my head. I'm taking that as a sign from the universe or God or whatever, like go send an email to that person right now. And so I think there's an opportunity for that. I think it's also one of those things where, you know, maybe like when it gets to a certain point, as long as maybe every quarter somebody's getting a mm-hmm. personalized note, right? And so maybe you work your way through your database 25% per quarter. So everybody still gets those those larger group messages that are targeted group messages that still brings you top of mind, but once a quarter maybe 25% of your database at least is getting some sort of personal interaction. And remember too that we're also, social media is a factor in all of this, right? Every time I put up a post on social media, provided that I'm connected with my prospects and my clients, I'm assuming that at least a percentage of them are going to see that and I'm going to bring myself top of mind with them. Every time I comment on something that one of my prospects or clients has shared on social media, I'm assuming at that point that I've brought myself top of mind. So the communication doesn't have to be exclusively or solely Coming through email and through the inbox.
1: Yeah, so th- so that brings me to another question. Um, so with your social media, you're not actually um, going through your list of prospects and clients and seeking out their social media posts. You're just it's just happening organically. You see people's posts, you comment on them, you're not sort of keeping track of who you've commented and when, just because some people hardly ever post yep. at all.
0: So yes and no. Uh, A lot of it does happen organically because I try to be very intentional, like LinkedIn in particular. I try to be very intentional about spending some time on LinkedIn every single day. And so if I see something, I I will comment on something. But I will also go into Nimble and look at who has a red clock. And just to clarify the red clock, you can set up touch cycle reminders in Nimble or many CRMs give you the ability to do that. And it's just a a reminder that, you know, it's been 30 days or 60 days or whatever you have the reminder cycle set for since you reached out to so-and-so. So So I can go into Nimble, I can see where my red clocks are for the day, and then that can be an opportunity to, okay, I'm going to reset 10 of these clocks. Let me check social media for the, you know, 10 of these people and see if there's something that I can grab, see if there's something that I can... Specifically comment on so there's a little bit of both the organic and the intentional that goes into that strategy.
1: And do you track people who comment on your posts?
0: I don't actually, but now that you say it, I'm like, man, I (laughs) should I should be doing that. Maybe I should be resetting a trick (laughs) I I, should look at see now I'm learning something too. I never even thought about that, but yeah, that would be valid if somebody comments on something one of your prospects or your clients. You could absolutely go in, make a note of that, and reset a clock in the CRM, of course. Okay. I think what it really comes down to is all voice actors need to go on some sort of holiday at least once a month because we all know that as soon as you leave the studio for a day or two, everybody needs you. And so if you just get really intentional about leaving the studio once a month and then being able to send out an availability notice once a month then, you know, you should always be able to have an excuse to send an email, bring yourself top of mind and book more voiceover work. I think that's basically how it works.
1: <laughs> so do you do you send an availability notice even if you just say you're just taking the day off?
0: Usually if I'm just taking a day off, I don't. But if I'm going to be taking like an extended weekend or something like that, I absolutely will. Obviously, we're coming into summer vacation. Seri- uh, and so I'm going to be sending an email shortly, letting my clients know about the summer vacation time that I'm going to be away. Uh, and so that's an email that I can send to all of my clients and to all of my prospects. And so that resets the clock on all of those with one really simple email as well. And so I think there's opportunities for that. I'd also say, uh, you know, if you've made an upgrade to your studio, that would be an opportunity. If you've got a new demo, that's an opportunity. If you if you book a major national commercial campaign, sending that to commercial prospects or commercial leads uh, or rather commercial clients, I think that's an opportunity. But there's also that's
1: that's interesting because I've always wondered about that because I always fear that that's just me talking about myself, you know, as opposed to talking about them. You know, oh, look what I did. You know, is that really that interesting to them?
0: I think there are I think if you're sending them out every time you book a commercial, not necessarily, but if you book something that's major, I think that lends credibility to you as a voice actor which does have relevance to them if they're thinking about hiring you because now they're like, oh, wait, this person is more legit. Or, you know, you can say to, they could say to one of their clients, like, look, this is the voice of such and such, and, and you could have them on, on your spot too. So it's not something that I would do with every booking, but major bookings of note, something significant, I, I certainly would. And then the other thing I would say too is don't underestimate the power of a simple, how you doing? It's been a while what are you up to type message like those messages can be really, really effective as well. And when you send it, they know exactly what you're saying underneath of that. Right. They know that you're looking for work, but you're not coming out and saying it straight up. And so that's a really easy way to reset clocks as well, because you can send that out as a as a group message and just use your merge tags to make it personalized by, you know, putting their first name or or whatever in.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Just a sort of, hello, remember me yep, sort of thing. exactly. Yeah.
0: And look, the other thing I would say too, and I talked about this in a recent episode, is you're going to send these messages and don't expect that they're going to respond to you, right? Not everybody's going to respond to you. But as long as they accept your message and they don't reply back to stop sending me messages, then you're good. You Mission accomplished. You've got yourself top of mind. They're still thinking of you. They're still interested in potentially working with you. They just don't need you today. So... Don't sweat it if you don't get a response.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's great. Very helpful.
0: So there you go. Now you know what you need to do. You got to, you got to, what, you said it's three o'clock there. So you got time to contact 10 or 15 prospects before you head out to the pub then.
1: (laughs) Well, actually, Mark, I've already sent 300 emails today. Now you're putting us all <laughs> to
0: shame. Look at you.
1: for the reason I've sent 300 emails is because I'm going on holiday uh, next week. See? So there we go. So, the, so it's the opportunity. The, yeah. the work
0: should start pouring in at any moment then.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The the moment I'm packing my suitcase, the jobs are going to be racking up. As soon as you
0: unplug the <laughs> microphone, right? Then oh, I've got to set the studio back up again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I was actually debating the old question of, shall I take my travel kit with me? But I've decided, no, I absolutely need a holiday. So, And yeah. sometimes
0: a holiday just needs to be a holiday. And that is perfectly OK, too, because your clients, they take their vacations as well. And they're not yeah. bringing their whole setup with them so that they can produce videos from the hotel or wherever they happen to be staying. So that's OK. Exactly. Too. Right up. Yeah. All right, Victoria, I hope that helps you.
1: Thank you very much. Very much. Yes.
0: You're welcome. Enjoy your weekend and enjoy your time at the pub.
1: Thank you very much, Mark. Will do. The
0: Everyday VOpreneur Podcast. Available everywhere fine podcasts are given away for free. Mostly, we think.
1: You have a great website, right? Well, make sure you host it
0: at some place that doesn't suck. Hey, it's Brad Newman, fellow VoPro for 28 years and owner of UpperLevelHosting.com. People ask why us, and that's simple. We make it easy, respect your time, save you money, and just make all the magic happen. You don't need to know all the tech stuff when it comes to hosting your website. We got you. Around tens of thousands of client interactions later and six years of amazing customer service and not a single negative complaint ever. Upperlevelhosting.com and see. And that's a wrap. Thanks for hanging in. Thanks for hanging out. Want more VOPreneur goodness? Jump online at Vopreneur.com.